There's a spirit at Bryan Health, a passion that says we can make it better, stronger, to raise our kids, to build our future, to move forward together. It's time for Bryan Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. What makes us happiest in life? Some people may point to fame and fortune, yet hands-down surveys show that friends and family are the real prize. Even though our need to connect is innate, some of us go home alone. You could have people around you throughout the day or even be in a lifelong marriage and still experience a deep, pervasive loneliness. And unsurprisingly, isolation can have serious detrimental effects on one's mental and physical health. My guest today is Dr. Dave Myers. He's the Counseling Program Development Manager for Mental Health Services at Bryan Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Myers. How are loneliness and depression related? Well, I think it's important for individuals to understand what depression is. Depression is a mental illness, um, and the, the good thing is that mental illness is very treatable. Uh, mental illness is like any other illness a person might have, heart disease, diabetes, where they go and receive treatment. Um, depression, anxiety, whatever it might be, you would go and get treatment. The, the good news is that depression was one of the most treatable mental illnesses. Um, and there, so that, that sends a message that there, you know, there's definitely hope and help that we can get help. So the symptoms of depression would be a change in your appetite, a change in your sleep. So either you're eating more or less than you usually do or sleeping more or less, kind of losing that interest in things, your energy level is down, thoughts of suicide, um, hopelessness, helplessness. Um, if you are having thoughts of suicide, then it's important that you definitely call 911 um, or get to the nearest emergency room. But isolation can impact friendships and, and, and lead to loneliness. But where, where loneliness comes in there is that it's important to know that depression doesn't always lead to loneliness, but feeling lonely is often a predictor of depression later on. Um, loneliness is that interpersonal desire for the connection, to have connection with others and to build those relationships. So some people really enjoy being by themselves. They like their own company. Is being alone the same as being lonely? Um, they are not the same thing. It's important to, to understand the differences where being alone is a state of being. So having no one around and being lonely is a feeling. So an example would be, let's say that we go to a, a sporting event, to a, let's say a college football game or a major college baseball game, and you're surrounded by thousands of people, and you're just, you know, people around you are just having a great time and yelling and cheering. You're not alone in that situation, but you might be feeling lonely. Okay, so is it okay for people to want to be alone? Absolutely. That's uh, Oftentimes you'll hear people say, you know, I need to be alone to recharge my batteries, you know, to, to get my energy level back. Where individuals will say, you know, I, I work... Um, an hour, hour and a half away from, uh, or I live an hour, hour and a half away from work. So that drive time is great. You know, where others are like, wow, I, you know, that would be hard to drive that far to work. But individuals just say, I just need that alone time. I, I really enjoy that time because it gives me a time to recharge, to think, um, you know, to listen to music, to relax, um, whatever it might be. Um, so, yeah, it, being alone um, can be a good thing. So then let's talk about loneliness itself. Now, it as you said, it can lead to depression that doesn't necessarily go the other way, but it can. So how does that happen? And, and give us some tips, Dr. Myers, and some strategies that individuals can use to overcome that feeling of loneliness. Absolutely. You know, individuals, um, you know, when they're lonely, as I mentioned earlier, they desire 
relationships. So, you know, however, when not having those desired relationships, individuals do struggle. They doubt themselves. They might start isolating themselves. And as we were talking, that isolation can lead to depression. Um, you start not enjoying the things that you normally like to do, and you stop doing them. So acute loneliness is something that occurs, uh, such as you know, if we lose somebody uh, to death, uh, or we move out of state, or we move to a new location. So it's important you, you take action, you develop a plan of action. So you make a list of interests, hobbies, you know, explore what might be going on in the area that you could volunteer at. Um, you know, that opens up opportunities to meet others who like to do those same things. You know, if you, you know, volunteer um, at a sporting event, um, you meet other people who like sports and who are volunteering. You know, do something where you go out for ice cream and just find somebody who's in line at the ice cream parlor and, uh, you know, start up a conversation. Um, another idea would be, you know, pets. Pets can be very, very helpful um, with the feelings of loneliness. If you like pets, you know, you could volunteer at a pet shelter, um, you know, if you don't have your own pet. Um, and then doing things, in, you know, in person. In, in today's society, we rely so much on social media that we don't have that personal connection. Uh, there's a lot of research out there that says the more connected we are to our family, our friends, school, work, community, church, those are those are things that can impact um, society, and we being connected to social media is different than that personal connectedness. So it's important that we focus on getting out and doing things and doing the things that we enjoy. Well, that's certainly true with, with the way that people can just get to each other through social media, and you don't have to meet face-to-face. Now, what about some strategies, Dr. Meyer, like taking yourself out to dinner? Does that increase loneliness? Because you see some people out to a movie or dinner by themselves, and I am not that confident a person that I don't think that I can do that as well. Does that increase that feeling of isolation or loneliness, or does it help? It could go both ways. I mean, it really, it does help. It's important that when you are feeling isolated that you uh, you do challenge yourself to do something different and to get out and to, to be active. Um, so if you're out you know, at dinner and you see others around you, you know, that might remind you of, you know, is say, for instance, if you, if you lost somebody um, or your, your relationship changed. Um, but at the same time, that gives you that opportunity to try to create new relationships. So that's where you take the next step and you try to talk to somebody, introduce yourself to somebody. Um, try something new that you haven't done before. You know, when you go out to eat, you know, order a different, uh, something new. Uh, you know, trying something new um, and doing different things that you haven't done before oftentimes uh, is what, you know, it's, it's that extra boost that really starts help you, help, helping you gain that confidence back to, you know, to build relationships. And what about things like volunteering? You mentioned a little bit before, and even exercise. It because you can join groups, you can join a club, you can join a running club, you know, or you can volunteer. And by helping other people, that gratitude that you show helps you to feel like there are other people more in need than yourself. Absolutely, exercise is, is very very important. Um, you know, when, you, when we think about um, just the basic needs that we have. It's important that we, you know, get good sleep, uh, you know, have a good sleep pattern, that we look at our appetite and our nutrition, that we're eating 
meals because when you're isolated and you don't have a lot of energy, you tend to not want to um, maybe skip a meal. Um, you just don't have the energy to make anything. It's important to, to avoid doing that, to make sure you have your meals. But then the third piece of that is exercising. So even if, if you feel like, gosh, I just I, I don't want to go to a gym, well, get outside and, and maybe walk around the block. I mean, you have to start somewhere. So start small and then build up from there. When you go to a gym, you know, it's another great opportunity to where you're going to be meeting people. If you go at the same time every day, pretty soon you're going to be recognizing people that also go at that same time every day. And, and that's how a lot of times how relationships start. And what about some of the clubs that encourage you to get out and meet people, whether they're dating apps or just meet-up clubs? You know, what about joining some of those things if somebody's a little trepidatious about it? Well, I think it's important to, you know, explore those things and, and knowing which uh, apps and different things have been, um, you know, have have good recommendations from others. You know, there might be other people who you've heard have, have tried certain things and then have good things to say about them. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things out there that you can try. You know, the thing is, is finding the connections with people who have similar interests that you have um, to kind of get things started because then you connect and start doing things together um, and start meeting new people. Um, but oftentimes it, it's it's those, those programs kind of sometimes help connect people with similar interests. When do you know that it's time to seek the help of a professional, if you are feeling this pervasive loneliness and that nobody loves you and it's really turning into clinical depression? Well, it's typically when those symptoms that, that, you're, that we talked about, you know, the appetite, the loss of appetite, the eating too much, um, sleeping too much, too little, those types of things, isolating yourself. When that's impacting your daily routine, you know, whether at home or at work, and it goes on for a period of two weeks or more, then it's important that you seek the help of a professional to make a determination. What, you know, are the symptoms I have, is it truly depression? What, if, if people are not quite sure, do I, is it time for me to go see a professional? They could go to the brianhealth.org website, and we do have online screenings there that are free, confidential. Um, you know, we have no way of knowing who's taking those screenings. You go on, um, answer some questions. You can pick your screening. Gosh, are my symptoms related to anxiety? Is it depression? You take several screenings if you want to, and it tells you whether or not the symptoms that you're having correlate with a possible mental illness. Then it gives you direction on on services that we have available at Bryan Medical Center that can assist and and can help. So just kind of wrap it up for us, Dr. Myers, with loneliness and the difference between loneliness and depression and just your best advice on ways to kind of take yourself out of that feeling lonely because everybody feels lonely from time to time, but it, you know, we've got life's challenges, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to feel that way. Absolutely. The, I think the, the key message is that there is hope. And when you think about, you know, some of the symptoms of depression, hopelessness is a symptom. Um, and when you're feeling alone and isolated, you know, you don't feel like there is hope. Um, but you have to remind yourself and, and know that there is hope, there is help. Um, things can get better and they will get better. Uh, with depression being the most treatable of the mental illnesses, there's a lot of different approaches to, to uh, different alternatives and, and ways that individuals get treated for depression. It's on an individualized basis. So knowing that if you reach out to resources, they're going to work with you as an individual and you don't have to be alone. Um, 
but it's okay to be alone. But if you're feeling lonely and you want to get and develop relationships, you know, use some of the tools and ideas that we talked about today. But if you feel like it's starting to um, lean towards depression um, and, and you're concerned about the symptoms, you know, go online, take an online screening, but don't hesitate to seek out the help of a professional to help you. Because sometimes reaching out to a therapist and, and seeing a therapist, they can help you with some of those strategies, um, help you with those symptoms, and, and help you navigate some of those steps that we talked about. Thank you so much, Dr. Myers. It's great information. For more information about mental health services at Brian, you can go to brianhealth.org. That's brianhealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.